0: You're fine.
1: You sound like shit.
0: Yep. Yeppers.
1: You made it. You made it. What? Two weeks? Three weeks? And yeah, you just had to start talking about it, man. Yeah, you know. It, it, I thought I it blame was blame it all on you. All I, on you. you. I, I'll take. I'll take the full brunt. I
0: don't. I don't know what happened. It was like I. um... It's like I had a sore throat last Saturday. And I didn't know why. I was like, I got a sore throat. Nothing else is wrong with me, but it's real weird. Mm-hmm. And I had smoked uh, my, my pipe a lot on Friday night because I was gaming. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I pr- figured I had overdone it. <laughs> Sun, Sunday throat kept going. Monday throat kept going. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Tuesday, snot. Just snot everywhere. And then I've just slowly gotten worse mm-hmm. from there. And then today and yesterday was a nightmare. I almost canceled today oh wow like that's how not great I feel but we're gonna do it and uh god damn it one way or another I know it's not gonna be great cause I'm in a terrible mood obviously and what we're gonna talk about just pissed me off so I'm in all sorts of pissy moods today that's
1: that's great just preparation ahead of
0: time we got some old
2: school pissy act going on oh wonderful time to get your fix It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good. It's not great. Horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair. It's really not that good. Horrible gaming podcast.
0: Hello, my name is Zach Ryan with Old Man Gaming. You, dear listener, have chosen for whatever reason to listen to another horrible gaming podcast, but I am not alone. With me is... Neil, a.k.a. Tiny Wizard. And we're back. We're doing another show. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the prophecy has come to be. Neil <laughs> talked about it. And now I'm ill. It's wonderful. It's magical. I love my life. Um... But what are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about a world god mad in the wake of a terrible video game show. We're going to be talking about the uh, the developer direct that Xbox did this last Thursday. Um, I'm just going to let you guys know. This is going to be classic horrible gaming materials act right here. Return this to is, form. This, yeah, this is going to be some old school cranky negative shit. If you if you out there have been like I've been waiting for a good Zach rant is your day Cause I'm sick, I almost cancelled I'm not in the best mood I hated that developer direct I'm cranky as all shit So this is your day If you're a person who's like I really enjoy the new direction of the show Maybe this isn't the episode We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll come back next week with like a weird question Or something But Never mind, listen to us We need people to listen to us Um Before we get into it, though, we got to thank the people who make it possible. Of course, behind our ugly mugs is a custom graphic that was designed by Mr. Mark Bell. We thank him for that. Of course, the theme song for this show and all of the shows here at OMG is provided by the man who makes the music, my brother Nick Vansitis. We thank him for that. We'll be right back with Fan Interaction.
2: Horrible Gaming podcast.
0: Uh, all right, <clears throat> let's get into fan interaction before my voice fails us. Going in three, two, one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our first segment, our most important segment, that is fan interaction. That's where we, the co-hosts, talk to you guys, the fans. We read out your comments everywhere we find them and remember to read them. Uh, so we're starting off with Jason. He just has day after tomorrow and a laughy face emoticon. Not really anything to add to that. Uh, I, I would put an angry face emoticon there, but it is what it is. Um, then Jason continues, I give myself what I affectionately call a lawnmower blade hack cut, since I just can't be bothered to care anymore about the hair. <laughs> Yeah, I wrecked my head. I absolutely wrecked my head. It was uh, some some terrible stuff. <clears throat> but yeah, that's fair. Uh, then we move on to William Holwood. Hi! Exclamation point. So, huh, I really don't have much to add this week. On a personal note, I bought myself a used DS Lite with Etrian Odyssey, old school dungeon crawler. Had it years ago and sold it. I've been obsessed with it since then, and now, at long last, I can play it again, and it makes me very happy. By the way, I know emulation exists, but what? Uh, but that dual screen feeling is hard to replicate. Thanks for the show. #Hashtag Hairdressing is a real job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you, Will. Congratulations on your DS Lite purchase. I'm gonna say this right now, man. I went out of the way to make my Dreamcast work. There is something about certain things in gaming, especially when they, when they, when they attach to you, that you just have to own the thing. You know, emulation doesn't work for you. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I will tell you, to his point, uh, emulation of DS games is not great. Um, yeah just because of how uh, unique that layout is. Um, But I will tell you also, there's some things, even like a port of a game, there's something lost in translation. Um, Like I'd mentioned, I have been playing through the uh, Sonic Origins uh, collection right now, and they did a better job with bringing over like sounds like the music and everything like that, the sounds are more authentic. Uh, they've managed to replicate that, uh, that uh, Sega Genesis sound, but there are also some weird side effects like because uh, of the whole Michael Jackson music thing
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, with Sonic three, they put some terrible, terrible filler songs in there mm. that just ruin the playthrough of levels. The back half of uh, Sonic, Three is horrendous for that reason.
0: Oh,
1: the Sonic is
0: like, for me, Sonic is fifty percent music. So yes. like, it's it's hard. It would be hard to get past that for me. It
1: it really was like, it it's jarring. It feels like it was like commissioned by some random person. Like, hey, go ahead, uh, <laughs> just make some Sonic's. The Sonic <coughs> was even worse. I would almost put it on the level of. They put Sonic music into an AI and said, <laughs> generate some songs.
0: Uh, all right. So moving on, we have one final comment, and then we're going to have a quick fan interaction today, uh, which is good because I'm going to get real ranty on the talking point. Uh, PhilBilly330, bald is beautiful. That's what I tell myself <laughs> and why I grow a beard so it looks like my head migrated to my face. There you Phil- go. I, look, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Call me what you want, Phil. You look good, bald man. You look good. Bald. Some people can pull it off. You pull you it off. Some of
1: those people who can pull it I off. I
0: don't think I would. I think I'd look like a like a half a broken condom. I don't think it would work for me at all. And uh, yeah, I, but but you pull it off, sir. Especially with the beard, rock it. Uh, all right, all right. So that's it for fan reaction. Unless we got anything to add, we only had the four. That was it. No. Nice and quick. Fine, we'll get done and get me back to Power World faster. Yeah, uh, let's go bitch about some stuff. Let's go bitch about some stuff. Let's do that. We'll be right back to bitch about some stuff. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, the topic is going to be Xbox's Developer Direct, or lack thereof, this Thursday, which apparently the world loved other than me, so I'm going to be a dissenting opinion, I guess. Uh, we will be right back with that. <laughs>
2: Horrible Gaming Podcast.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our talking point today, and that would be Xbox and their Developer Direct. Uh, so, they did a Developer Direct last year. It was really good. I think it was everything they needed for their their games coming out. Uh, this is comparison one for one. You can compare this Direct to that Direct as in how they present it how they showed it to the world the whole weird computer screen aesthetic that they did in the first one um, and the first one was very much engineered towards giving us specific dates for exclusives coming out uh, I don't I don't know do you want me to just go because I, I I don't know like it's it's up yeah. to you do you want to say something I, I first because I'm gonna, I'm gonna so... warn you if I start talking it's gonna be a long time before you get to talk
1: <laughs> so what's what's really interesting, what I would say about this is that it's it is presented in such a way at least it was presented in such a way to me that it didn't feel like focusing a spotlight on these individual games it was more so like it's it's hard to describe it but it gave me more of a feel of these are the games we're going to talk about to give you a show, Hmm. so to speak, is what I, is what I felt from it because uh, I had kind of briefly mentioned to you because we did that thing where we start talking about it a little bit and then we did full on just stop because we're going to waste all the good (laughs) bits. Um, But uh, like last year, the show, like you mentioned, was presented in a way to be like, Hey, these are the games that are coming. Yep. Here's some dates. And oh, by the way, here's a surprise. But like they kind of tried to do the same thing, but didn't give us any solid dates. And the surprise was just including information from a game that we already knew was coming in.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um This is exactly right. Last year we had five games. And we had a surprise sixth one. The sixth one was Hi-Fi Rush. They basically mm-hmm. said, "Available now, out of nowhere. Nobody had yeah. heard of it." Uh, all the other games, out of the five games, they gave four direct. No, they gave three direct dates and mm-hmm. two uh, uh, windows. Right. This time around, same thing. Five games, one surprise. However, here's the comparison. Last year, the surprise. Complete game nobody had heard of launching that day for you to play right away. This year, Visions of Mana is sometime going to come to Xbox when it comes out. (laughs) Eventually one day. Okay. Uh, With no actual release date. When they started that surprise, I was like, wow, are they going to surprise release of Visions of Mana on on the Game Pass? That would be big. Nope it's, it's a, a window in the future as far as the dates on this one there was one concrete date one concrete release date everything else we got was a window was a window um I, I have so much more ang- angry stuff to say about this uh, I don't want to like get ahead of myself on certain things because I know we're gonna go through each of the games probably. Um, but right off the bat, why bother if you're not going to give a states, uh, that I don't believe at all. The other thing that I want to say, and this is just a big gripe I had because I spent an hour watching this fucking show. I am sick and tired. I don't know when it became, this became the norm. This kind of show became the norm, but I am first of all, sick and tired of you parading out game designer trolls. Uh, in their weird, weird outfits to tell us, and they don't want to be on camera, to to awkwardly tell us on camera about features that exist in every fucking game across the board like it's a magical new thing that that we've never seen before. When they started doing the Avowed trailer, I was excited because I wanted to see some new stuff about Avowed. Avowed looks interesting to me. What we got was bullshit. First of all, they're they parade a guy out right off the bat. He starts talking about combat. Like it's the second coming, uh, All it was was first person medieval combat. The only feature he had in there that looks even remotely different is that you can quick change between loadouts of weapons during the combat. Whoopdy fucking do, man. I can quick change between weapons in any other fucking game out there that's first person. It's called the Y button. Have you heard of it? You press it and you pick a different weapon. That's what happens. This was nothing. And he just has to sit there and awkwardly like they paraded him out of the basement where they've got him chained up working 70 hours a week on this game they put him in a fucking casual hoodie with his weird ear gauges and made him tell us about this combat system like he doesn't know that this combat system is the same fucking combat system we've seen in every fucking game like this anywhere and i'm not saying that's bad i'm not saying that this is bad because of it it's just i'm sick of this they present everything like like Jesus woke up. And it's not like that. The next thing they tell us about is dynamic choices in storytelling. Really? Dynamic choices in storytelling? Baldur's Gate 3? Mass Effect? Dragon's Age? We've had dynamic choices in storytelling since the beginning of time. They showed us this little clip of it and it's like, who gives a shit? And I know it sounds like I'm talking about specifically about here. Every fucking trailer was like this it was like a parade of weirdos who don't want to be on camera coming out to try and convince us their game is some magical new game why when did this start how did this happen this way and and i'm just so sick of it you're just making these people act like something is more than it is and it's not i i am also really really fucking sick to death of them showing us all their weird little hijinks in their fucking thing, like I don't need to, see, I don't need to see that you do your work from a hammock. I don't need to see you riding around on a scooter through the hallways. I want to see the game. What is this? Like it's ridiculous. Or like Todd Howard running around in the background stealing stuff in the Indiana Jones thing. It, yeah. it's so frustrating. This hijinks bullshit. I don't want to see this. I don't want to know about this. Show me your fucking game. Show me what it is. I, like, stop trying to convince me. It's it's the new thing. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was no feature that any of these people talked about that even remotely sounded interesting, with the exception of the 4X game, which we'll get to. Uh, but that 4X game, the wording they used could be different, but I still didn't really see anything that might be different from other 4X games. So I'm just sick of this this whole thing. This, this whole, like, pattern of how they do these is just garbage. It's just garbage. And don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, I'm getting ranty right now. I can see in Neil's eyes, he's thinking about yelling out saltines. I, I don't care what you wear or how you look or how you dress. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, like, why why did it become the norm to force developers who do not know how to talk to a camera to come talk to a camera in weird outfits. It seems like every one of the shows are like this, and then they have to come out, and it's always like, oh, I will show you this new thing that we have, it is what, they never speak English. This, vibe, this new, wonderful, the guy from Visions of Mana looked like he was straight up in the Yakuza. And, and, and anybody <laughs> out there, I I put it to you to tell me he does not look like he has killed or ordered deaths and will again. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. It's just, why did this become the norm? That it has to come from the developers who don't have any business talking to a camera. And and those poor guys, they're put in these outfits, they're put out there, and then they're like, you gotta make it sound like this is the best thing that's ever happened. And they're like, it's just another fucking open world game. What do you want from us, you know? I, I hate this. It was just such a big waste of time. Plus, I felt like we saw more of the developers in these these shows than we did of the fucking games. I, I don't want to see this, okay? I want to see the game. I don't want to see this. I don't want... This would be like me being like, hey, I'm going to release a new show. Uh, and then it's just me. It's not a new show. It's just me. Like, I don't... I, I don't know. That's a bad analogy, but I'm off the rails a little bit. It's just the whole show... And all of these, like, directs, these developer direct type things, it's become this norm in the last, like, five years where it's like, it has to be a developer, they have to be in a weird outfit, they have to be telling us about a game feature that's normal, but they've got to try and make it sound like it's not normal. And I don't understand where this came from or why this is somehow makes it more legitimate, but I'm sick of it. I'm really sick of it. We need to find a new way to do it. Just... Just drop a trailer, move on. Drop a trailer, move on. You know?
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. Like the problems that I had with the show were the individual games overall. Well, we can get what,
0: into that too. What uh, they no really
1: chose to present. It's fair. because um, that's the thing is, like, like I'd mentioned before, it was like what they they felt like they needed to put something together. They had yeah. to show you something. So, uh, I mean, I can't remember the order in which they went through everything. Uh, I don't remember the order either. We can just talk about it. Honestly, them yeah. About them. So, uh, the first one uh, that I think of, like Avowed. Uh, avowed yeah, they, they
0: started with Avowed. I remember that. Oh,
1: they did? Yeah, they did yeah. start with Avowed. Yeah. Um, so, Avowed is one of those that I feel like somewhere along the way may have changed what it was no i think because i feel like the initial trailer for avowed when they first showed it their little sizzle reel thing that they did uh was it two three years ago at this point yeah made it feel more like an elder scrolls game uh in the way that it was presenting this feels more like fable In how they presented everything. I was expecting a more serious sort of thing. It's just Outer Worlds but medieval. Um, Now, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that, I don't think. I don't think so. But it's not like that cooled me on the game a little bit. Because Uh. I was expecting something else entirely from what we were presented before. And that could just be me. Well, I
0: will say this. Outer Worlds medieval would be very similar to an Elder Scrolls. I mean that's that's kind of what uh, Outer Worlds was very similar to a Fallout and Fallout is Elder Scrolls but post apocalyptic. I would say that like a medieval Outer Worlds would be very similar to Elder Scrolls. Uh, my my thing, I didn't feel that it was like tongue in cheek like fable. What I didn't like about Avowed and I don't know if it changed its development or whatever, because the last the last trailer we saw, not the first sizzle reel, but the last trailer we saw, I think it was last year, kind of was going in this direction. Uh, you got the companions, you've got the choices. It's a little bit more of a more refined kind of thing. Um, my thing is, is that what they chose to show us was very run-of-the-mill. And you're trying to set the... Ch- tone for the whole freaking show and so you're bringing out vow, and i'm like okay let's see vow. you've been talking about this for a while i would have been more wowed if they were like did you see what we did with outer worlds this is what we're gonna do with vow." they didn't they didn't even do that they didn't show you any like what are the cool things about outer worlds the character creation was amazing in outer worlds the the character choice was amazing in outer worlds they didn't really show us that. Even the the moral-driven character choice, they showed just a snippet, which was a very run-of-the-mill, like, oh, you can give the stuff to this guy or this guy, you can trust this guy or this guy, and depending on who you trust, it's going to change something overall in the game. That's that's Mass Effect. That's old school math. Like That's old school, you know? Uh, The combat was very run-of-the-mill. And the other thing that I really didn't like about this trailer is I didn't see any third-person stuff. Outer Worlds could be third-person or first-person. I don't like doing games like this, especially fantasy games, in first-person. I never played Skyrim in first-person. We only saw first-person footage from Avowed. Does that mean this is only a first-person game? Because that'd be a letdown, in my opinion. Um, So I don't know. The, The only thing they really showed was this combat system which I don't know I don't know if you felt differently. it looked like every other combat system that I've ever seen in a medieval action RPG.
1: yeah
0: like I didn't see anything different here uh, and then uh, other than the whole loadout switching, that's what they kept capitalizing on but I could do that in just about anything like unless they're talking about like full stat changes, which at that point that's almost beyond the pale. Um, and then they showed this, like, moral d- decision thing, which was, like I said, very run-of-the-mill. They didn't show yeah. us any, like, I would have much rather seen, if they had been, like, like what Outer Worlds was, and they were like, look, here's the character creator, and it's like Outer Worlds. Like, that would have gotten me way more sight. you know? I felt like this was very, very run-of-the-mill and very, very safe. And this is one of the things that I'm talking about with the 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 developers just sitting there trying to tell us it's the next best thing when it's not because they were just it was just the developers telling us that this is the best thing ever and i'm yeah. like this is i've done this before i've played this game before and that's the thing that like bugged me a little bit is it going to be good maybe i'm not going to say one way or the other will it be fun maybe i'm not going to say one way or the other but to me, it definitely looked like a Skyrim or something along those lines where I've just done it. I've done it before. There was nothing new here
1: is what I'm saying. Yeah, it was It was also very very tell, don't show, which is like the antithesis of yeah. everything that you want. Like they were talking yeah. about like that moral quandary that right. they presented. It was something like a dude who was like potentially a deserter with a group or something like that. Right. They, they straight up were like, you can choose to tell you know, X, Y, and Z about something and see how they react and send Uh them on their way. They could have very easily done a, if you choose to do this, this is what the result would be. But if you choose to do this, show the exact result of what that is. Right. I mean, you can sit there and say all day, every day. Oh yeah, you can do this. You can do that. You can do everything. I can sit here and tell you I'm a fucking millionaire. You know, I can tell you anything. Um, but if it doesn't make it into the game in the end, you know, it doesn't mean
0: anything. Exactly. Exactly. And and I agree. I, you know, they showed you this conversation and the po- possible outcomes of the conversation, but they didn't show you the results of any of that. You know, it was like this nothing conversation. And then it just it fast forwarded back to a girl sitting in a cubicle being like, Depending on what you choose, it will change. What happens? Yeah. And it's like, well, show us, show us what changes. Like, you can't wow us with a, a somebody standing in a room in a turtleneck telling me what happened. You got to wow me with the game, you know? Yeah. Which was a theme throughout this show. As I said, it was way more talking from developers than it was any trailers. Which is why I do not understand why the world seems to be. Think this show was one of the best shows ever? Like at least IGN did. There was like six articles on IGN about like this did everything. It nailed everything we needed to be. Indiana Jones was exactly what it was supposed to be. Ha! <laughs> I I disagree on many let's, levels.
1: Yeah, let's just go to Indiana Jones. Okay, next. I um, think
0: Indiana Jones was second to last, but we can talk about it now. I don't I don't care about the order. Uh
1: yeah. So Indiana Jones. uh now. I think that it's not gonna be as bad as it seems like you may anticipate it being overall. Okay. But, um, I I, I don't know what it is. I think I just hated the presentation of this. The presentation Um, was terrible. The presentation of everything was not necessarily great in that uh, it was just fucking Todd Howard being like, you know what, I wanted to do this for a while.
0: I'm it's just not to even make an Indiana Jones game. It's not even a studio he runs. It's like a right. studio in Bethesda. It's not even like yeah. Bethesda proper. Why the fuck are you in this trailer, dude? I, does he just have it in contract that like everything that has Bethesda on it, his dumb He's fucking ass, ass is just like, hi, I'm Todd Howard and I I, I own all games. I,
1: there's there's little nuggets that they dropped in there that makes me kind of question. In the end, what they're doing with the game. One of the things I that really promise, grabbed me. But go ahead. One of the things that really, really grabbed me was they were talking about the puzzles. Um, at one point, they were saying, "You know, oh, the, you know, in all the Indiana Jones movies and everything, there's lots of these interesting puzzles. So puzzles are going to play a very important role." in this game to make you feel like you're Indiana Jones. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. I can get down with that. And like two minutes later, they were like, yeah, so there's tons of puzzles, but a lot of them don't even have anything to do with anything. They're just like fun to see if you can figure them out. And it's like, okay, so you straight up just told me (laughs) that there is aspects of this game that you have told me are important but are not important enough to actually do anything. Um, They may just make them to be like collectibles or whatever. I, I would love to see how it's going to turn out in the end. I love that this game is going to be Canon, um, which I, I find that very interesting. It's between the second and third movies. Um, So That's cool, but at the same time, some of the things that you have uh, mentioned when we started talking a little bit about this, the platforming. I am very concerned with platforming. (laughs) Very concerned.
0: Yeah, uh, so you're a little bit more warmer on this game than I am. Uh, First of all, I was very excited about this game. I grew up with Indiana Jones, and while the last two movies don't exist, in my opinion, um, (laughs) I... It was one of those movies that I had on a VHS that I had recorded on slow speed. And uh, when I was sick, it was Indiana Jones got popped in and I watched them back to back to back. This, to me, looked terrible. Aside from all the points that you pointed out. I thought that Tower Howard being there was stupid. I thought that there was a lot of mixed messaging going on. But I want to talk just about the trailer. The trailer, the actual gameplay footage, first of all, this is only first person. And while IGN apparently, you know, has decided to bend over and uh, uh, just just deliciously suck on Bethesda's words as if it was a cow water um,
2: <laughs>
0: uh, that's stupid. I don't want to do stealth in first person, and I certainly don't want to do melee combat in first person. It is not the most optimal way to do it. And I don't care what anybody says. It just isn't. Even if you like that, Bali for you, I'm happy for you. It's not the most optimal way to do combat. To not have peripheral vision is not the best way to do melee and stealth. For God's sake, stealth. Not only that, this game didn't look good. I- I'm sorry. The whipping part, no, looked no terrible. It did not look good, it did not look good. <laughs> then, I'm jumping right
1: in on that. Oh my God, it looked like a last generation. It looked game. terrible.
0: The, the The puzzles that he was doing looked like something out of mist. Uh, the 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 whip just. Every time he used the whip, it was the exact same animation. Did you catch that? Like it was like it just not. like whipped out from under the camera in the exact same way every time. Uh, the fighting looked silly, and and they're like, "You'll see the blood on the knuckles as you punch." And I'm like, "I don't want to see the blood on the knuckles as a punch. I want to be able to see the guys that I'm fighting. Like <laughs> that's what I want to be able to see. I want to be able to see the guys that I'm trying to sneak around behind. I don't need this to be in first person." The platforming is a whole nother bag of shit
2: because bag of dicks.
0: <laughs> well, first of all, first-person platforming is not fun, no. in my opinion. If you're a Mirror's Edge fan, you may be a sociopath because I don't know how anybody could like that. It's just it just motion sickness. The game,
1: but it's it's not even that. It's not even it's not good for actually targeting where you're going as somebody who's one of their favorite games is metroid prime games right i can attest that it,
0: it is not great well i tell you though what's worse than that is what they said they're doing which is every time you do a platforming session it switches to third person are you kidding so you're telling me I will jump in first person, whip out my whip to swing, and then it'll just herky-jerk out of my body so that you can see me swing, then back into my body as I land? I'll just vomit now.
1: Like, <laughs> that's
0: insane. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. Like, everything they were saying was terrible. And I have a tinfoil hat about this game right now. And there was another game that people were like, oh, it's definitely going to be third person also. And then when the trailers came out, they were like, we, we're we making it thir- first person and because we want you to experience the game through the eyes of the character. Do you know what game that was, Neil? It's
1: a cyberpunk. Yeah,
0: it's fucking cyberpunk, man. It's cyberpunk. They were like, we want it. And, and you know what came out? You remember what came out after that released is that they the first, they did the it so that they didn't have to yeah they didn't have to render the character mm. that's why they did it I feel like Indiana Jones is rushed I feel like it's being pushed through because everybody's excited about it and because it's being pushed through they were like well we can't do rendering on third person and make it nice in this amount of time we'll make it a first person game that's what I feel like's happening here I think Indiana Jones I, I'm going on record I think Indiana Jones is going to have some nice cutscenes and be a terrible gameplay experience
1: yeah i'm kind of feeling the same uh, i do wonder if this is gonna be their their big hey guys like this is what microsoft has for their first right. party like because i feel like this show was supposed to be where we got something concrete mm-hmm. uh about anything and be a reason to have an xbox because mm-hmm. i mean kind of segueing on to the next other game that I'm absolutely tired of hearing about sending was uh, sending was saga the hell well, hold on
0: two. right before you go there one last thing I want to say about Indiana Xbox stop rushing your shit out how many times do you have to do this before you learn Redfall Starfield every time you do this you're like we need a win you push a game out it sucks and it gets you even closer to another loss. If you need a win, stop, take the time, make it a fucking win, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, now continue.
1: So yeah, with like Senua Saga, like that was, I believe that was the only thing that had an actual date attached to it. Yes, that
0: was the only Um, one, May 21st. We will
1: see. Remember, this was also supposed to come out in what was it, 22, mm-hmm. uh, 2022, I believe it was something uh, like that, maybe because it, it got oh. announced, got announced forever ago. We've seen it so many times, we've seen motion capture so many times. I mean, half of that trailer was talking about the first game, yeah, not this one and just showing the behind-the-scenes production stuff with a little bit of flair of...
0: <laughs> and that, that music guy was crazy, right? Like He looked crazy. Yes, the music guy was. with his wide eyes is yes. like, we all said, oh, I'm like, oh, that guy, that guy's frightening. Um, yeah. I have a hatred of this game for a completely different reason, if I might say so. Um, oh, yeah. I'm on record as I'm not going to play this game. The reason is I played Hellblade. Played was Sacrifice Hellblade, first one. Um, that game is specifically made to allow people, it, it, it's one of the coolest forms of video game art I've ever played. And I'm going to explain why. Because that game, they went out, they talked to actual people about what it's like to have schizophrenia, okay? Mm-hmm. And then they took that, and then they took the the the, the 3D sound of the the earphones, uh, the the you know that kind of the haptic sounds, and they use that to make you experience visually, mentally, and auditorily, audioly, whatever what it's like to have schizophrenia. What kind of trouble it is? To what 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 that? What kind of a struggle that is? For me. That was beautiful. I cried many times throughout the course of that game because it was a powerful game. It was truly something that you... It was, it was a true example of what video games can be used to do to really allow people to experience a, something that they can't possibly understand, which will give you more empathy toward that thing in the future. Schizophrenia, scary beyond all recognition. Um, terrible stuff this allows you to kind of understand that plight a little bit better, you know? Mm -hmm. Why are we making it into Star Wars? Why is there a fucking second one? Doesn't that pull from the impact of such a beautiful, perfect game to make it some sort of weird trilogy? Like, the whole point of the first game is she's got this disease, she lives in medieval times where she can't get medication for it and the whole thing is just a struggle against herself there's just nobody even fucking there what are we doing why are we adding character like that was such a powerful beautiful experience why in god's name would we do another one i i don't understand it i feel like it just pulls from the experience and it pulls from the impact of the first one
1: and sure enough, too, it, they were like, oh, we're working with the same exact doctor that we did last time yeah. for the same exact things. Uh, yeah. I mean, what other new insight is there? Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, And that's the thing is you kind of hit the nail on the head with this one. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's such a unique thing. It gave you such uh, – it presented something in such a way. In fact, if I remember correctly, it even won an award for uh, – the uh, games for change, I games, think it was. Games for impact. Games for impact. Games for impact. That's games. what it was. Games. Yes, uh, to bringing bringing the disease to light right. uh, in such a way and doing so very smoothly. Like yes. the first game was was received very well uh, from a double A double-A, basically right. situation, and of course uh, Microsoft big money go up. See yeah. number go up, number two, more, more. Why, please.
0: why would we do this? And this also brings me to another thing that I'm sick of fucking seeing in these shows. Uh, and I, I want to say this completely off off topic: Microsoft, Ubisoft, Sony, all of you. It is not cool. It for people to run around in green balls. It. You showing me a guy running around in a soundstage with green balls on him with fucking a Nerf gun jumping around behind cardboard boxes does not make me excited for your game. It doesn't make me think that game is cool. There's nothing about that that's cool. They showed Senua's sacrifice. That trailer was the biggest the biggest uh, uh, offender of that because they put the main actress in the, the mocap with the eye. Thing so she's got the thing coming off of her and she's like creeping around a studio. Like, I'm like, come on, man. why do you why? When did that happen in the last five years that somehow they're like, yeah, show them the show them the people in the mocap? People think that's cool, nobody think that's cool. That's why it was a joke in Mortal Kombat. It's not cool, all right? It's not cool. <laughs> huh.
1: Uh, so I mean, the last two games that okay. they really showed here, I don't super have. Uh, a real invested stake in these games i was one way uh, or another well
0: there's visions which yeah can.
1: the mana and games i never played and i never had like there's a Aura.
0: wasn't there desire. another one though
1: what there was there was the mana game and then there is that whatever Civ, but not Civ.
0: so there's only the five there's only five yeah there's there only five okay. yeah all right well i'll say some stuff First of all, I want to say something about ARA. ARA is the only game on this show that I was even remotely excited about. I'm a 4X guy. I like 4X games. Age of Wonders 4 is really cool. I like Civilization. Uh, I I think these are really cool games. And some of the stuff they said in this game really excites me. Uh, It's just another one of those things that we got a lot of tell and no show. So there's a lot of people saying dynamic things to me. That make me go, Oh! That would be really cool if you did that in 4X, because they haven't really done that before. But are you actually going to do that? So, like, I am very excited for that game, but at the same time, I'm a little bit worried about it. I do really love the idea of the simultaneous turn system that they've got going on in there. I think that'll be a lot of fun. There is a lot of waiting between turns in 4X when you play with other people, uh, or even computer, for that matter. Uh, and then visions of mana was really strange to me because this was their big surprise this was their big hi-fi rush moment where they're like "Ooh, let's bring in the visions and then it was just these two dudes from the mana team the new guy and the old guy and talking about another mana game there was nothing special here it was just another mana game like don't get me wrong, I think Mana is a cool series. It's one of the first JRPGs to do the kind of, like, action-based combat instead of tactical-based, uh, which I think is really cool. Uh, and there was some really cool aspects to this trailer. Uh, this doesn't interest me in any way, shape, or form. But what bothered me is that this was, like, the mystery that they were showing. We had already had a Visions of Mana announced, didn't we? Like, this game, we knew they were already developing it, Right yeah yeah, so all this was is we're also gonna make it for Xbox. There was no date and time release. They didn't even announce it for game Pass, I don't think. So like I don't know what this was. this was like filler to me. It was like secret filler. It was like, ooh, now your big surprise 20 minutes of nothing. you know what I mean like like 20 Why? minutes 20 minutes to say this game is coming to Xbox. That's it. That's all we got concrete out of that. Uh, and again, this whole show was kind of a waste of time. That was the big thing. It was a big waste of time. There's no concrete dates. There's a lot of bullshit. And then, and, and that's what is, drives me nuts, Neil. Because if you go on IGN, it's just like, this is the best show we've ever seen. Like, this is, this is why it hit all the right notes. What about that hit a right note? It was all talk, no, tell, no show. No. It was Mm -hmm. a ton of developers talking to me, not a lot of game trailers, and there was no concrete dates other than the one. So I don't know. I felt like this was a complete letdown, even if you compare it to the original Developer Direct. The original Developer Direct, three concrete dates, two release windows, and a secret game released that day. This one, we got one concrete day, three release windows, four release windows, and a secret game that's just announced to be played on game pass. That wasn't even a secret. So what was right. good about this? I don't understand.
1: Not a whole <coughs> heck of a lot. Uh, yeah. Microsoft continues the trend because yeah. I mean, at this point, I don't think we're going to hear anything from them with uh, any announcements of anything big until probably the quote unquote E3 time with Keeley summer fest. Uh, And even still at that point, we'll get a couple things for the holiday, maybe some surprises here and there. But we already know that only one of the games is slated to hit this year. And that's it. There's there's room for more potentially because everybody's given the 2024 is the Yeah, they're all supposedly coming out in 2024. I was
0: really surprised we didn't see Fable there. Really surprised we didn't see Fable. Especially considering how shitty the trailer was they gave us last time. I expected just another shitty trailer, but we didn't see anything, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean,
1: it's crazy. It's crazy that I'm already, you know, we're kind of already having this conversation only 21 days uh, into the new year. But it seems like Microsoft's already (laughs) already Already
0: ramping up to do nothing. Um, All right, well, that's it. Unless you got anything else to add, we could switch to the news. No. All right, we'll be right back with the news, everybody.
2: Horrible Gaming Podcast.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our last segment, and that is the news. We collect headlines that don't necessarily deserve a talking point. Maybe we don't want to spend that much time on it. Either way, we want to tell you guys about them. We want to tell each other, riff about them. Neil's got five. I've got three. Neil, why don't you start us off?
1: Alrighty. Uh so let's start with the uh the the one that there's least for me to say, but uh you you probably are going to have some thoughts. Uh apparently Max Payne 1 and 2 are getting a full remake. Ooh. Ooh. It, yeah, full remake and from what I understand, not only is it going to be full remake on them, but they're going to smush it together <laughs> into one single game.
0: That makes sense. I think uh, if you look at Max Payne 2, as comparison to Max Payne 1, I enjoyed the story of Max Payne 2 better, but Max Payne 1 was like a 20-hour game. Max Payne 2 was like a 6-hour game. Um, So I, I, I don't think smushing them together is necessarily a bad idea. Is Remedy doing this?
1: Uh yes, remedy okay. is gonna be makes the one. sense
0: because you've s- been seeing them around like Twitter doing the rounds. Like uh, they've had Sam Lake and all the original cast getting together and taking photos together. Uh, they've been doing like weird like uh, uh, voice readings of original lines and stuff. So it kind of makes sense that they're gearing up, that they're starting some hype and some conversation about it. I'm for this. This is one of the games that could deserve a remake. In mm-hmm. in in our now in our modern era, especially if they do it good. And if Remedy is doing it itself, I have high hopes for it. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm alright with this. I would definitely be somebody who purchases this. This would be a remaster that I'd be all aboard for. Yeah. Oh, so, my, well, turn. my turn. Yep. turn. Okay. Alright, uh, so Pal World is out. It is the number one game everywhere right now. Uh, Pal World is the Pokemon with guns game, although... Just finished doing my re- my review of it, you guys. Well, if you're listening or watching this, it's it's probably out already. Um, it's not. It's more like grounded with Pokemon. Nonetheless, it's an interesting game. It's not a bad game, and it's not a hoax, which we really needed after day after tomorrow. That being said, <laughs> Pocket Pair is expressing some issues. With some of the things, uh, first of all, there is absolute and total chaos when it comes to servers and whatnot, especially on Steam. But one of the biggest issues uh, with uh, uh, Power World right now is that if you're playing it on Xbox through Game Pass, it does not have dedicated servers, which is a real bummer. Uh, and just just to clarify for everybody out there, what a dedicated server would be is you would set up a server and people would have access to it and they could come into it and play in your map on your world even when you're not there. Whereas they don't have that for Xbox. So what's really cool about this is if you're playing it on Steam, you can have up to 32 people in your server. Uh, You could set up your own guilds uh, so that nobody even really has to interact with each other. Like You can come up with stories and fight each other and stuff. like All sorts of stuff like that. Uh, You can't do that on Xbox yet. However... If you play Pal World, you'll notice that there is a tab for it in the Xbox, and they're already saying they're trying to find a way to put it in the Xbox version, but for whatever reason, they don't have the server space for it right now. So I am looking very forward to the dedicated server thing eventually. Um, That would be nice. I think
1: it really comes down to, because I was, weirdly enough, reading an article something along these lines uh, before we started doing this here. Uh, from what I understand it's actually like this game is in like the top tier of popular games yeah. right now like yeah, it's oh, yeah. surpassed Baldur's Gate everything uh-huh. like this game is absolutely massive right now it and I believe it right is it, I believe as it stands uh, it's they can't keep up because I don't think they were anticipating <laughs> you know this much demand for well, this game
0: what I will say is interesting to me Um, and, and I got to give my tip of the hat to them is I've played about five hours in three days of it, maybe a little bit more. Um, I have not been booted. I have not been, I've definitely met my game preview bugs, but I've not been booted. I haven't been told I can't log in. Nothing like that. I've gotten in every time and had no problems with it. So I really appreciate that. I will say I have not played it multiplayer, so there could be issues there if people out there are having problems, multiplayer, they just know that I didn't play it that way. But, uh, you know, I haven't had any of the, the, the usual connectivity issues with games like that, that I would when they're super popular in the first couple of days, you know? Yeah. Your next one, sir. Uh,
1: so my next one, uh, it seems that Walmart is going to be moving away from physical game copies, uh, as well going along the way of best buy And apparently it will be starting with Starfield. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Apparently beginning January 22nd. So as we're recording this tomorrow, copies of the uh, game are going to be uh, reduced to three cents and going to be blocked from point of sale. So that way uh, they cannot be purchased in the store. Basically that's what they do when they start junking games. Um this is actually uh, coming via a leak from a memo uh, to a Walmart employee. So I mean, unless that is a fake <laughs> a <laughs> fake memo, uh, the, uh, the exodus is on its way.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. I I mean, this is just a way, right? Like keeping physical copies, it takes up space in the store. It takes up time to it takes up manpower. Uh, whereas you could just, you know, sell a code uh, and you're good to go. Uh, Mm. I mean, this is just, this is the way of the future. We don't own games anymore, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, (laughs) that's going to be one of yours, isn't it? I won't won't get into it then. then. (laughs) Uh, I'll just go with my next one, which also mentions Starfield. Um, For the first time in many, 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 many years, Call of Duty has been surpassed in 2023, It was not the number one seller. In fact, Hogwarts Legacy was. It defeated Call of Duty. And Starfield did not make it into the top 10. Not surprised. Not surprised at all.
1: Not surprised uh, for two separate reasons. One, I do believe games being on Game Pass has something to do with sales numbers overall. Hmm. Because I know myself... There's games, if it's going into Game Pass, like Halo, Halo Infinite, no reason to purchase it. No, Never no, no, no. had any interest mm-hmm. in purchasing it because it's on Game Pass. No. Anything first party like that, uh, I have Game Pass. I'm good, I already pay for the service. Yeah. I'm not gonna spend money to buy the game because I'm gonna have Game Pass.
0: Well, and that's our future, right? Like where it's not gonna be about, uh, I mean, a couple of years from now, it's not gonna be about sales, it's gonna be about download numbers on your subscription services, kind of how movies and TV is now. The the thing is, though, is it is a pretty big deal when Call of Duty gets usurped, because Call of Duty is not on Game Pass, uh, neither was Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. So for Hogwarts Legacy to uh, dethrone the, the, the champion for like 10 years plus, it's a pretty big deal. It's also a pretty mm-hmm. big deal at how much Call of Duty has slipped, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is it's it's definitely not the juggernaut it used to be. No,
0: not at all. Not at all. All right, your next one.
1: All righty, my next one. Still dancing around that one that we kind of alluded to before, but um, <laughs> Microsoft has apparently canceled their long-rumored yet unannounced Halo Battle Royale game. This uh, is so stupid. On top of that, apparently... Uh, they are also moving away from seasonal content for multiplayer and they have begun work on their next mainline entry in the series,
0: which was never I, supposed to
1: happen, which was never supposed to happen. Yep. Um, well, that's the thing is a lot of these games that they try to turn into live services This is the way of things. They always end up doing that. They did the same thing with Street Fighter V. Street Fighter V, when it was first announced, when it was coming out, they were like, don't expect to see the standard arcade editions and super editions and stuff like that that you're used to seeing with previous Street Fighter games. There's only going to be one, and it's just going to be the last one. Sure enough, we got literally both of those things proven untrue. We got the arcade edition version of the game along with uh, other versions of Street Fighter V. And it did not turn into a permanent, ever-going yeah. live service because Street Fighter VI just came out. Right. Um, and like you mentioned, like this is the thing is Halo Infinite. It was called Infinite because it was supposed to have the story continue on forever. Mm -hmm. They were going to do updates to the story and the, uh, the multiplayer was supposed to be supported, you know, as just like a free to play, you know, multiplayer shooter, which I mean, sure, but they're completely getting away from that seasonal update model. They're just going to do minor tweaks and updates moving forward events here and there. And that's about it.
0: All right. So Halo Infinite's dead. It's been dying for a while, you know. That's where this is going. That's why they're shifting away from the incremental increase. That's why there's another mainline coming. Is they obviously realize they fucked up with Infinite. They're moving on. That being said, uh, why walk away from a battle royale? I mean, you already weirdly changed the entire like essence of your game. To make it a games of service To try and bleed more money out of people Why wouldn't you do a fad And what's crazy to me is that's a fad That might actually work I think people have been asking for a Battle Royale and Halo for Since the cows left You know, like this yeah. is This is something people really want Why not just give it to them I tell you what, that's a big problem That Microsoft has with their Halo Franchises, they just don't give people What they want The other thing is, we talked about this the other day About the games as service thing Games of Service is not inherently bad. It's just you have to make a game that's specifically meant for games as service. That's why Destiny works. It was made for games of service. It was people sat down and were like, let's make this game directly for games of service. You can't just take Halo and go, ah, it's a Games of Service now. Alright? It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Or if you're gonna sit down and be like, what does a Halo Games of Service game look like? Because I can think of three better ideas than they had first of all you can't make a story constantly on one halo that's dumb it was stupid like like he's on a halo again but it's going to be a continuing storyline well you've just rooted the fact that he's not going to get off that halo so that's no fun you know what i mean like mm-hmm. a games of service for me with halo would be a globe tropping spartan and you get to make your own yeah. Boom, right there, that's a games of service I want to play that's in the Halo universe. But nobody thinks that. They're just like, oh, Master Chief, it's games of service now. This is a big <laughs> problem. They just keep shoehorning things into this games of service model and it just doesn't work unless it's made for that, and this is not made for that. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to see another one, and they're probably going to fuck that one up too. Uh, they should take it away from 343. I've been saying that forever. Um, but as far as the Battle Royale goes, this was the dumbest move. Like, give them what they want. Give them what they want. You look at Call of Duty, what's the most most popular mode on there? It's the free Battle Royale. It's not the mm-hmm. death match, you know? Like, give people what they want. Give them, give them the mode they want. Give them a Battle Royale. How would it hurt mm-hmm. you at this point, you know? Why cancel that? Especially given the fact that they...
1: Theoretically, been working on it for quite some time. Right, right.
0: What Push is it the out point? the door. Push it you out do the door. Do that with
1: everything else.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I don't understand why this is the no. We don't want to release this. This like, is the line. This, this is, is the line. The line. Like this this shit, is the man. Red. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is still before Redfall. Redfall should be the line. You know. Yeah. Um, all right. So my last one. Really weird one, really shitty one. Um, So, it's not my cup of tea, but, you know, Like a Dragon, originally Yakuza, now Like a Dragon. They switched to the turn-based thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, it's getting a sequel. People are highly excited about this. Infinite Wealth, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, coming out. Very soon here, I think, in the next couple of months. Uh, I believe so, yes. They have just announced their versions, their premium versions, and there is some shittiness in here that we have to talk about because they have decided to place the New Game Plus mode of this game Behind a paywall of the premium
1: <laughs> of
0: the premium edition or higher,
1: uh,
0: so that's right. If you want to play the new game plus version of this game after you've beaten it already, you will have to pay the extra like edition whatever. Um, so
1: fucking stupid.
0: So fucking so not even stupid, just dirty, underhanded, and mean. Uh, we're cutting off a feature that's just such a basic feature to a game that. It doesn't make sense and again look i know people out there they're gonna go out they're gonna run out and buy it but listen guys if we do not say no to this kind of behavior if we all go out and we make this game the number one selling game in february or march or whenever it's coming out then guess what this is gonna be the norm and every new game plus mode from that from now until timbuktu will be locked behind a premium paywall so, like, we need to, there's got to be a point where we put our foot down and say, we're not going to buy this game because you did that shit. And I don't think it's going to be this one, but everybody out there, I urge you, if you are thinking about buying this game, uh, don't, don't let them do this to you. I mean, that's my plea. I'm sure it will fall on deaf ears, but it is what it, it is. It I'll go unheeded. I mean, I'm sure it will, but like, at some point, we have to say, We can't do this anymore. You can't do this to us anymore, you know? Yeah. So let's get
1: to the one that uh, there's there's this is the shittiest shit ever. So uh, Ubisoft Plus (laughs) is going to have a premium tier subscription. It's going to be $18 a month. And boy, howdy interesting information here.
0: Yeah, It's
1: going to include Activision Blizzard games. Because
0: mm-hmm. they have the Very rights. Very
1: strange. Microsoft owns those. But you know, the whole deal with uh, mm-hmm. the Activision Blizzard thing going through was yep. they had Ubisoft had to take over the cloud gaming The streaming division. rights. The streaming, streaming rights. rights. To Activision. That's what it was. Yes, with that. So... <clears throat> On top of that, to make things even worse, the Ubisoft, uh, subscription, there's two tiers. There's the, uh, this premium tier or the classic tier that comes at a lower price. It's what the people are already paying. Uh,
0: what was that? I'm sorry. So it's what people are already paying. Oh yes. So right now you can pay it. It's what people are already paying. You're going to get the games that are in there and older games.
1: Well, you know, the uh, classic tier is priced at the normal rate and then, you know, the higher rate for $18 a month. Because according to uh, Philippe Tremblay,
0: uh,
1: he said, this is to get people comfortable with not owning their games. They just said the quiet part out loud, unabashed, in broad daylight. Um, This... This is sleaze beyond sleaze. You don't have to. You don't have to tell us. We already know this is the route that it's going. It's already um, there. It's it's already there. But yeah. to effectively herd us like cattle, <laughs> along into the slaughter, proverbially, yeah, uh, is ridiculous. You know, just just coming outright and saying. Yeah. Like, well, you know, hey, guys, just so you know, I don't know if you've realized it or not, but you don't own your shit. And uh, mm-hmm. in a few years, we're not even going to be, you know, really about it. Yep. we're just going to make it digital only, you know, say, hey, just so you know, at any point in time, we can discontinue this. You can't have this game anymore. Yeah. Um, and, and what's extra crazy is, like, I really want to know with these games with this now, granted the whole streaming side of things is an entirely different beast, but this seems to potentially be really a problem for consoles and not so much PC because at least with a PC, if a game is delisted or something like that, there's at least groups of individuals out there who can crack the game and still make it available in some form Mm -hmm. or fashion. If a game is delisted on xbox playstation nintendo platforms that is it my guys
0: yeah, it's, it's
1: done it's gone you're not getting it back in some cases you can still hold on to it if you already have it installed which is why there are playstations that have pt installed on them going for like five six seven hundred dollars is like collector's items mm-hmm. but this this the the march towards the edge of the cliff is one thing but somebody pushing you along and telling you, hey, jump off this fucking cliff, get out of here, what are you doing, is a little bit too, uh, too overt
0: for me. It's very annoying. Uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, one thing you missed, not, not that it makes it okay, the premium, the premium of the Ubisoft Plus will give you day and date Ubisoft releases. Like, it's going to be basically Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you'll get the new releases day and day. Uh, Still not worth $18 at all in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying. Just wanted to add in the little feature. Yeah. Here's my thing. Uh, is it shitty that this guy said this yes is he a terrible piece of shit yes 100 but none of us own our games we, we keep talking about this you're, you're talking about us marching towards the cliff we're at the bottom of the cliff we just don't realize our legs and our arms are already broken nobody owns their games nobody owns their games like yeah there's some cases of people like hacking and cracking games or whatever but basically most of the time when you D-list a game, it's gone, and you don't get it anymore, and it's just, it is what it is. Like, at any point in time, they can put an update in, and then basically, you can't play your game until you download that update, and if you download that update, it stops the game from working. Like, we're so reliant on constant streams of information from the publishers and developers of these games, we don't own these games anymore anyway. It's, 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 uh, A facade that we spend $60 for to think that we have these games and they're ours. Like, I can't pass my Steam library on to my kid. That's not going to happen. Those games are going to be gone. They'll be gone. Like, ownership has been gone in gaming for a long time. We're just watching people kind of come to an understanding of that. Yeah. That being said, this guy's a piece of shit. He doesn't need to go out there and say shit like this. It's pretty fucked up. Um, yeah, fuck him. And again, vote with your wallets, ladies and gentlemen. You don't. I mean, I will find it really interesting that they're like, "Oh, this is totally worth it." And they're putting Activision games on there. Okay, well, Call of Duty just had its lowest-selling game ever. So if that's your, if that's your buck stops here thing, that's pretty fucking bullshit, and ballsy. It's also real ballsy to make your subscription service, which literally only gives you day one releases from Ubisoft Direct at, what, almost $20 a month, whereas
1: mm-hmm.
0: your Game Pass is half that. Game Pass is half that. Half that. Mm-hmm. And I get day one releases from all sorts of companies, not just Microsoft. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not singing Microsoft's praise. We all know how much I dislike them right now. But, like... It's real ballsy to price your shit 50% up market value based solely on the quality of your games, which everybody is pointing out how crappy they are. You know? I mean, when was the last time an Ubisoft game came out and set the world on fire? Hell, when was the last time an Ubisoft game came out? Jesus. Like, it's just... They just make trailers.
1: I I will say, barring the new Prince of Persia, Hmm. which is apparently
0: excellent, um, outside of that... Meh. Yeah, and it did come out and it's good, but like, was it what we wanted? Exactly. No? Like, again, it's another thing where it's like, well, we're just going to do our own thing. Like, I don't know. We'll see. A whole
1: nother Prince of Persia whole game. Other came Prince of Persia. Out
0: before,
1: before the, the remake remastered. of the one <laughs> that Dick they Hills. had been talking about what, for six years.
0: Which they still swear is in development. I don't yeah. know if I buy that. So I don't know. Uh, and that was your last one? no i got one more all right hit us. Hit, us, hit, us, hit us
1: all right last one twin galaxies has reinstated billy mitchell's king Con- uh, donkey kong uh, oh, i heard
0: about this yeah
1: record so we've talked about this a little bit uh over the years so uh billy <laughs> mitchell is it's, a real, is a, story, it's it? a real up and down story isn't it it's a real up and down story um, he's the guy that set the world record for the Donkey, Donkey Kong, the traditional yeah. Go- Donkey Kong arcade game. Um, however, he got the title stripped from him because there were accusations of him using a hacked board that he played and did this record on. He in was this cheating. Yeah. So basically, yes. And cheating. like
0: originally the whole thing was no one was in the room with him when he set the... He set the record, wasn't it? Like that was the whole Uh, thing.
1: Like he did it. I cannot remember in a room by himself or
0: something. I feel like there's more controversy than just this hacked board.
1: There, yeah. Well, there's there is a documentary out there. I believe I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but I believe I watched it on Netflix initially. The King of Kong, um, that like went through this whole saga. Um, But it's very interesting because this has been years. That there has been a back and forth between him and Twin Galaxies. And it seems now it's over. Um, He got the record back. Uh, He he now he's he's a world record holder again. Um, And I believe if I remember correctly, technically, it's physically impossible to get a higher score uh, than what he got, mathematically speaking. Uh, but I, I can't recall uh, 100%. It's been a hot minute since I watched that uh, documentary.
0: Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I don't like to watch Netflix documentaries anymore because of what they've done to YouTubers. And uh, also, a lot of their documentaries seem to, like, skew one way or another. You know? Like, the yeah. ones that I've seen. Like, And I'm not saying I skew one way or another it's just, with my documentary, I just want you to present the facts. And then I'll draw my own conclusion. Like, I think those are fun documentaries. And I feel like they, like, here's the documentary. And here's all the evil people. And it's like, I feel like you're leaving stuff out to make us think they're the evil people. And then, like, they did all this shit where they ripped off YouTubers. Like, a ton of YouTubers for their stuff. They'll just use their clips. Not pay them, not anything. And then the YouTubers will get copyright claimed by Netflix... For their own stuff,
1: <laughs> like oh, the ultimate dick move. Oh, it's
0: the ultimate dick move. Uh, like, there's a law tuber that my wife watches, uh, Emily D Baker, uh, and she's cool. I've seen her; she's not bad. Um, but uh, she, uh, she had she contracted a company to make her jingle, her opening jingle, right, uh, hmm. for her show. She had a new theme song contracted. Uh, and then YouTube did this documentary about Heard and Depp and all the tubers covered Heard and Depp when that was going on, right? Mm. So they were using all these clips of the YouTubers. They used her theme song in one of the clips of her. And they didn't ask any of the YouTubers for any of their material. They just clipped them from YouTube, put them in their documentary. Well, now Netflix is copyright-claiming Her theme song. (laughs) Because her theme song... Yeah, it's ridiculous. Her theme song was in it. I'm like, what? It was fucking insanity. Yeah, it's absolutely insanity. Netflix does a lot of like really shady shit. They also screwed over an RPG company recently. Which is why I won't watch that Rebel Moon at all. Ever. Never. And anybody out there... I'm going to say this right now. It's a a bit of TTRPG movie news. But whatever... Rebel Moon on Netflix, the Zack Snyder movie. If you haven't watched it, don't watch that. Boycott it. They are ripping off an independent tabletop role-playing game company. Uh, so the whole the whole thing is, they hired a tabletop role-playing game company. A decently sized one. No Wizards of the Coast. They're a small group. Uh, to make a tabletop role-playing game based off Rebel Moon, the Zack Snyder movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Zack Snyder went on a show when he was being interviewed and talked about how helpful they were to the process of the movie because he had the ideas for the main thing, but he would be like, I need lore. He would call the TTRPG guys. I need some lore about this. And they would give them give him the lore. Movies about to come out, Netflix cancels their contract. Yeah, cancels their contract, uh, tells them they can't make it even though they're already almost through it, and doesn't pay them a dime, even for the consulting. They're like, the lore he used in the movie came from us, not even from Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder literally admitted it on radio shows. So, don't watch that movie. Netflix is trying to fuck off, fuck over some independent TTRPG people in solidarity as far as I'm concerned. so Jesus. Unless you've already watched it, and then whatever, but I'm just saying, if you haven't, try not to, because they're really... Netflix is some evil shit, man. I hate Netflix.
1: I, uh, we almost watched it the other day
0: oh did you yeah we
1: almost watched it yeah true story uh, the you godfather won out so oh well, that's good
0: I kinda I'm not a huge godfather fan
1: I'd so. never seen it until uh it's not until this uh, time
0: it's not one I love
1: Kayla much. fell asleep
0: <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it I enjoyed oh, it for hey. what it was alright that's that's good alright well let's uh let's wrap this thing up cause my voice is done <laughs>
2: Horrible Gaming Podcast.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of the show and the shameless self-promotion that comes with it. Neil, would you like to plug anything?
1: Well, there ain't a whole heck of a lot going on right now, but, I mean, there are some things in the works, in the pipes. Um, We've been talking about what we're going to be doing for uh, another Lasso thing where uh, Kayla, Zach, and myself all get together and play a game while they yell at me. Um...
0: (laughs) He deserves it. He deserves (laughs) it.
1: So, yeah, we're still in that kind of weird holiday hangover period of time uh, because, you know, if you followed the channel for a while, December gets real weird with how we record everything. We just kind of blast through everything and all other projects be damned. It does. So there's there's stuff, you know, going in the works, talked about, (laughs) whatnot.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get something going. Honestly, I'd like to do one more stream with Stella and finish off Turtles with you guys. Uh, we are about halfway through. We could probably get through. I, one I more thoroughly enjoyed that. That game. would be that would be fun. Um, but uh, but yeah, we're working on some stuff. I think we might try Pal World. Uh, don't quote us on that though. Uh, but we're 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 being creative at this moment in time. Uh, plus, I'm trying to get them to play a TTRPG with us, too. So there's that as well. So there's, there's plenty of things that we'll be working on. Uh, as far as the channel goes, we are popping off. We got 416 subscribers now. Thank you to everybody oh who clicked God. that button. I know. We've got good view counts and everything. There is basically content on this channel every day. Between Stella's Roblox Review, uh, our first ever kid show, uh, you got uh, Prelude to Divorce, OMGM, this uh reviews Baldur's gate 330 with phil billy which has been a lot of fun we're all over the place man there's tons of stuff we got ttrpg content out the butt with streaming we've also got a new show coming up later on this year Uh, a couple of them actually so just stay tuned and whatever you want to watch on youtube we probably have something akin to it
1: (laughs) some form
0: form of it is on here so check it out when you throw a whole pot of spaghetti at the
1: wall at least one noodle's gonna stick
0: the the algorithm hates us (laughs) like hates us like like does not know what to do with our channel like it'll be like all right they're gaming Wait, they're TTRPG? All right, they're TTRPG. Are there reviews? Oh, no, they're podcasts. Oh, no, they're Let's Plays. They don't know what the fuck. They don't know where to put us. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, also, quick session, comment below if I should do T-shirts. Uh, I got a buddy who's been doing T-shirts now for his website, and he actually says you can do them without actually having, like, on-hand merchandise. You can just set up a website with the designs and then... They could just buy them through the website. Would you guys buy some T-shirts from us with with our design logos on it? Um, that'd be great. I remember
1: years ago.
0: Oh no, I know the number. Years I know ago. the number. I, it's still in my head. Pepperidge Farm, motherfucker. Five hundred. Five hundred. We're close. That's why I'm asking. We're close. We got uh, eight hundred and four. I'm sorry, eighty four to go. 84 to go. If I get 84 more subscribers, I'm literally legally required to put out merchandise because <laughs> I said some shit back in the day. Uh, but yeah, five, five, five. if we get 500 subscribers, I might consider doing a Patreon, too. I'm putting some of this shit on there I'm actually trying to make some money off this because 500 of you, that's that's worth it. That's worth it. Um, yeah. Alright, well, that's it ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, bunch of stuff coming your way, this thing. Just Look out for stuff. Watch whatever you want to watch. Uh, also, please check out the review for Power World if I got to plug one thing. That probably just came out if you're listening to this or watching this. And I'm proud of it, even though I do it hoarsely. You guys can also reach us on Facebook at OmegaMeDH, on Twitter at OmegaMe9. You can join our Discord. Links in the description below. You can influence us in all of our shows from there. As long as you guys keep watching and we'll keep making them. We'll see you guys next time.
1: So how was, the, uh, how was the rest of your experience?
0: Oh, yes. I am legally required to talk about the, the, <laughs> the, the weed consumption after making you do it. Uh, it wasn't as fun for me as I think it was for you, weirdly enough. Oh. Yeah, weirdly enough. Uh, I think also part of that is uh, Melissa did it with me. Mm-hmm. And Melissa's highness was okay with the notifications. I got it. Good God. We done <laughs> now. We done now. He opened Google and it's just do 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 do. Um. Melissa is was not was was a different kind of high than I was expecting. Uh, mm-hmm. A very different kind of high. So we got them. They're they're normal. Whatever we. Did gummies we uh we we did research and they're just the versatile gummies whatever the fuck that means (laughs) so they're not sleepy gummies at all and i feel i need to state that ahead of time before i tell the rest of this story but so we decided to do it and i like i said i was pretty sick but but we had slated this day aside for doing it so we're like and i'm like hey maybe it'll make me feel better which i I will say it did um So we took we, we just split a gummy. It was 15 MG gummies. We split it. So give or take, it was like seven, uh, eight, you know, somewhere in there. Yeah. Melissa, I think, said eight words for the rest of the day. <laughs> like she just went into this zoned out, just like didn't matter what was on TV, didn't matter where I was, didn't matter what was going on, just just there. I don't think she said anything, which is bad for me. Because in case you don't know, which I'm sure you do, and in case anybody out there doesn't know, which I'm sure they do because they've been listening to me long enough, I am an insecure douchebag who constantly needs the world to be looking at me at all times. Uh, And that only got made worse because when I got high, I got the normal high. I got giggles, uh, and then I, (laughs) I got less plain, I thought everything was funny. And uh, I thought everything I was saying was just the best, uh, but nobody was laughing at my jokes because Melissa was basically awake asleep at that time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> then I ate an ungodly amount of food that basically made me sick. Like I was actually sick. Like I stopped feeling pain from the sickness because I ate. I, ate, I immediately ate two bowls of cereal, then went to sheets. Like it was it was crazy. <laughs> But it was it was the first time I, I will say, and I said this to Melissa while I was doing it. She was like, well, how does it make you feel? And I was like, for the sickness. And I was like, honestly, I'm in pain. I know I'm in pain, but I just don't care about it. It's not that like, I don't know it's there. It's just like, eh, whatever. I can't <laughs> breathe. Who cares? Um, <laughs> so I don't know. It was weird. I, I will say this for me not doing it. For forty-two years of life, basically never having pot ever, uh, which is not a judgy thing. I have some of my best friends during the course of my life were potheads. I just never felt the need to do it. Mm. It was the most cliched experience. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: like I was expecting it to be slightly different. Like I was, like, I, I wasn't sure what I would get. But it was just like, yeah, I got the giggles. Uh, I I thought somebody. I we watched a terrible movie that we would have turned off, but we didn't because we were high. Like because we didn't care. Then we watched another terrible movie, and somebody at some point uh, referred to uh, to jizz as a cut or a dick as a custard maker, and that made me laugh for like straight up forty five minutes to the point where I couldn't breathe, which. Your laugh right now was the appropriate amount of laugh for somebody calling a penis a custard maker. Like, right there. <laughs> just, to, just a little chuckle. I laughed for 45 minutes straight to the point where I couldn't breathe or see. Uh, so, like, I just got the giggles. And then I got kind of mellow. And then that was that. was that. I don't know. It was weird. I, I, I don't know. It wasn't. I don't know. And I, I wish I was with any... And I, I love my wife. I always want to be with my wife, but I was, wish I was with anybody else who could have found it funny because she was just fucking zoned. She was zoned out. She was in and out of sleep. She was in a good mood. She's probably going to, because she has a real hard time sleeping at night too.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: she might, she might start using it as like sleep aids, which I thought yeah. is a great idea. I'm like, that's perfect, man. Like take a half of one with dinner. Three hours later, you'll be asleep. You're good to go. Uh, but but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I felt weirdly alone on a giggle island. <laughs>
1: oh. So uh, my my favorite part about all of this, because I, I, I'm sure this is going to make it into an intro or yeah, something. Yeah, I have to put it in um, there.
0: I'm required by law because I made you <laughs> put yours in. I got to put it in. So my favorite
1: part about all this was I'm just hanging out on the couch Nothing in particular going on. And I just get a message that says, hi, that's it. But not H-I, H-I-G-H. And I'm like, I, I turn to Kayla and I'm like, is is he just letting me know? Like, is this a general announcement? To which that's that's what I responded with is like, is this you announcing it? And I get the picture of you guys just straight yeah. zooted.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was pretty out of it. I'll try and post the picture of me like I posted the pictures of you but uh <laughs> but yeah I was I was fucking out of it um yeah I, I did I did I I wanted you to know for some reason in the moment like, <laughs> he's got to know I'm high I don't know why <laughs>